0: Bearded and bored. Scruffy
1: looking (laughs) nerf herder. I'm trying to introduce the bonus pod. This is bearded (laughs) and bored. And we are on an epic journey. Starting in a galaxy far, far away. With Attic, who's never gotten to see Star Wars before. Attic, welcome. Padawan. Padawan is a learner of the Jedi art, so (laughs) that's where you
2: currently are. The craziest thing is the very first episode that I watched was episode four. Yeah.
1: 1977, originally called Blue Harvest, Uh, It is Star Wars A New Hope, and we're going to take Attic, uh, Sean and I, as big Star Wars fans, through the movies, maybe some of the the side adventures. Like, uh, I, I... I've never watched in its entirety the holiday special, and I'm not going to ruin it for Attic, but I think come Christmas time, we, we should all get together and do the oh, holiday agreed. special.
3: Because yeah. I have not either. It's bad. Oh, your first time too. That'd
2: be cool. Yeah. yeah. It's stolen to just watch it. Totally. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm going to just give you a brief uh, kind of history of me and Star Wars. Uh, I grew up, and we had VHS tapes of them that my uncle recorded off the TV, and we watched these things until they broke down. There was the 77, uh, and then there was Empire Strikes Back, and then Return of the Jedi. Um, and watching the full version now actually doesn't feel right to me, because they've added in so many special effects. There's the uh, Who Shot First that we'll get into later, but... This was how me and my older brother bonded. This is how me and my uncle bonded. This is the special moments between me and my father and my mother too, um, who's told me the stories about when she first saw it at the Picton drive-in and no one knew what Star Wars was yet because originally when it came out, no one thought it was going to do good, so it didn't make it into theaters. And then it just started to snowball and to the point that today there is an aesthetic, a culture, uh, uh, just this big part of a lot of people's lives that is Star Wars. And for me, like watching the old Big Mac commercials that would play during this VHS tape, uh, I used to know the uh, bacon, lettuce, tomato, cheese, uh, Big Mac wrap that they had because we had seen this so many times. And like, I, I was talking to my older brother about this when I was talking about doing this uh, podcast, and he said that uh, he didn't realize, even though he had watched the movie a hundred times, if not more, that there was like an extra half an hour that we never saw because the movie was cut down for uh, for TV. And Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You'll never get to see the original version attic because I can't find it. It, it. it is out there. People do have it. The without all the extra special effects, the the weird animations, Greedo having fucking subtitles. But it for me this is this is a point of reference for a lot of my jokes, for a lot of the culture, for a lot of the stuff that I consume. This is what got me into Clerks. Is when they started having this big sprawling conversation about a fake universe where. Um, the the basic concept was Luke goes in and destroys the Death Star, right? But it was still, like, under construction in so there was a lot of contractors and workers on there. So he's kind of a fucking terrorist. Right. And like, (laughs) (laughs) so in clerks, they get into like, well, yeah, if you're working for an evil empire, you kind of have to know, like you, you don't take the contract if you don't trust the person, (laughs) but (laughs) but that's just, it's evolved my, my, my views on so many things. I love it. And like, over time, I've learned how philosophy has come into it, how this story was written using old Spaghetti Western and Saturn, uh, samurai movies, and then the hero's journey, which is uh, a, a writing style for any kind of fantasy novel. You start from someone who is inconspicuous, not special, and then they are called to action. They refuse the call. They come in. It is beat yeah. for beat a perfectly written hero's journey which inspires so many other
3: things uh sean and what... not just a journey through one movie a journey through 12 11 how many is there <laughs> you oh, like know what i mean movies. like three generations
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly right it's not just the because a lot of the writing style you're talking about movies come out that story is just the one movie
0: yeah
3: this has been the writing style of like yeah generations
1: yeah at least nine in the main series and now we were getting all these amazing uh offshoot tv shows and cartoons. um oh and no one ever because with the way that they worked uh caravan of hope and ewok's battle for endor were two tv movies and just the way that i grew up people knew star wars they didn't know these two other things so like There was always this expanding universe of toys and comic books and stuff. And, like, even when you talk to somebody, you're always going to discover, like, oh, are they extended universe? Like, do they like the books more than the movies? Are they, you know, this guy or that guy? Everybody latches on. Animated series. Animated series now, yeah.
3: Yeah, the TV. Well, like, even the ones that were in, like, the late 90s. There there was cartoons on TV. Yeah. Like, Saturday morning cartoons you could watch. That was... star wars universe you
2: you, you know what just watching through it i really wish that i could go back again um i would have loved it as a kid and like i mean i again i i I love it now in my 30s but i just as a kid i could just i saw myself like sitting there like you know 10 years old whatever it is like (laughs) watching these movies and i'm like i would have fucking bought that darth vader you know for halloween that year i'm like i know i would have you know, I I would have bought that little toy. I would have bought this. I would have bought, like, it was just... You felt I, useful I, again. Yeah, I did. I it br- really, it really brings did that it. out. Yeah, it I brings that out, out I think, in everybody. I loved
3: it. Even before
1: YouTube...
2: Like, he's 19.
1: Even before YouTube, uh, Lucas has allowed, which is mind-blowing, the way that this guy's mind works, because the way that he made his money mm-hmm. off of this movie was uh he sold everything he had nothing spielberg got half of it because he wanted to help finance this dream of like because he saw it but he held on to the toy rights and that is what inspired so much of kids on the floor playing around getting to be han and and and, then that's gone on in its own way but like Even to now, like, they've always allowed uh, people to make fan-made movies, which is this immersive, huge world that you would not believe, Attic. Hundreds, hundreds of, like, fully developed fan movies.
2: So they reenact the movies? Is that what it is?
3: Some
1: are reenactments.
2: No, they they produce,
3: right? And, like, some of these, Attic, are better than the movies no way tim i know you know what i'm talking about darth vader someone wrote a completely new scene of vader fighting oh is it obi-wan yep or was it luke anywho it like came in like maybe 2012 and the the fighting it makes it makes darth vader look so much more of a badass i think that inspired
1: what happened in rogue one and later on, yes. later on it, it changed the way the movies were made because of what someone else could see.
3: Yeah, in Rogue One you saw Darth Vader and you were like, it blew your mind compared to the first time you saw Darth Vader Most in spoilers, bitches. New Hope. No, it, yeah. I'm, it's not a spoiler, trust me, because yeah. in the Rogue One it's just like a flashback.
2: Well, we, you, you know what I did find in the New Hope that he wasn't, like, he was a badass obviously because he just wanted to kill everybody, Yeah, but... He wasn't as bad of an, you know, he wasn't as badass as I thought he was going to be.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean. And, and, and it looked like, it, the, it it, looks like they're fencing. Yeah, it, it really did. Like that, <laughs> that whole fight scene. But again, I what in my head, I'm like, well, fuck, this movie was made in the '70s, right? Like that's yeah. what everything. And and then like you know it kind of kicked back. But I was just like, there was oh, no choreography. Like the yeah, choreography was, back then, they just didn't have it. They were just kind of standing there, just going like this, like you know.
1: You just had two um, old men in suits, like yeah, messing yeah. around. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. exactly. Sean, just, have, I, I thought they could have portrayed him more of a badass, but I guess that kind of comes over time.
1: Yeah, uh, Sean, have you seen the uh, the cops one from ta- Tatooine? Uh,
3: no, oh my no, God. I haven't seen that
1: one. Uh, I'll send it to you guys after this. It's, uh, they shoot this thing where they're in the desert and it's obviously two guys from like, uh, Fargo, but like they got full <laughs> costumes that they've made at home and they're like interviewing Aunt Baru. Like, oh my God. It's fantastic.
3: It ends. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna find the, the one of the Darth Vader fight scene that was written like not like it was only 10, 10 years ago and filmed. It's, absolutely amazing I'll, yeah. I'll find it and send it to you both um i have you ever seen any of like the, the like more comedic ones where you've got two stormtroopers like sitting at a post like they're, they're just at their post doing their doing like working doing the regular shit and they're just bantering yeah some of the comedy that people <laughs> come up oh, with yeah, with two probably. two stormtroopers man it's just comedy gold
0: <laughs> yeah uh those, college dreamer had anything eh hey? yeah
3: yeah, yeah. College Humor had a bunch of those, didn't they?
1: Yeah, it was a whole series called Trooper. Uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza plays the Princess Leia allegory in it. And it's like a spoof. It's really good. Yeah. Okay. Oh I think God. that's probably How did what I've probably probably never to. seen Spaceballs.
2: Uh, I think I saw it once. Okay. But you know what's funny is that it like I watched Spaceballs. I never really put two and two together up until I watched A New Hope. And then I saw some of the helmets. I was just like, dude, that's some fucking Spaceballs. That's a parody. I was like, what? <laughs> you
3: didn't piece together the giant bear that kind of looks like a Wookiee?
2: <laughs> I, 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 I barely remember Spaceball. I, I, I remember having the VHS, I think, watching it once with my brother when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but I I don't really I never really watched it more than once, basically. And it kind of all just kind of clicked in as I was watching.
3: This uh, is, and this is exactly what Tim was talking about the un, like the universe yeah, what george yeah. lucas has created yeah. and all the things that um subsequently has come out of it
0: Yeah,
3: like it's yeah it's phenomenal hundreds of books
1: hundreds of books by yeah. wildly
3: talented authors have you guys
2: read the books
1: uh,
3: no
2: uh, Post- I, um, I wasn't
3: i wasn't sorry i didn't mean to step on you buddy No, it's okay. I was literally just going to say I wasn't much of a reader as a a kid. I was all about the movies. But yeah, what about you, Tim? Uh,
1: When I moved out west, uh, I was looking for conversation. That's when I first got into podcasts. And then uh, I torrented uh, all the audiobooks for uh, them. So like all the 90s ones, I can't listen to the updated versions that are really clean and good. I need the hiss and crack and flip to side B. Nice. This is Adele Audible. (laughs) Double day uh. presentation of a Lucas film. <laughs> like oh my god. But I've listened to about ninety percent of them leading up to when wow. Disney took over and then switched it. And now all of those books don't count anymore technically and a lot of great characters they exist. They
3: exist for me, so I'm not gonna get mad. And that's fine, but you know what, Tim? Let's start small buddy. Yeah. We have Attic here with us. okay like like we were like we were texting we're gonna do one episode at a time yeah right and we're gonna podcast about it so let's let let's let's start small absolutely
1: um before we get there sean (laughs) what brought you into star wars like where where were
3: you as a kid as a kid it was um so i didn't have the vhs but i had a friend who did and my friend was um attic you know him well chris lang he was uh i met him in grade five and we uh he just invited me over and was like check out this crazy space movie right this was like i don't know 90 97
0: 98
3: <clears throat> right we were 10 years old at the time so the movies have, have already been been out for like 20 years you know 20 years pushing 20 years crazy, right? and he's like, like check out this cool space movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it, it progressed from there. That that was the beginning of my love for sci-fi, but not just sci-fi, but space in general and the cosmos.
1: Wow. That's awesome. So attic, you just, uh, what was your, like before you were brought into, to this, like for us getting you to watch it, what was your view of star Wars or star Wars fans? Like,
2: so for me growing, like, Growing up, obviously, I've seen snippets of different things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Pop just, culture. Just, exactly, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: My thing, this, and, and I had my sister over today, and we were kind of talking about what. whenever I see something that I don't, that I'm not, like, drawn to, I, like, I just, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I don't like it. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of started with food. Like, if I see something that looks weird, I'm like, I, I I don't like it. And when I first started watching Star Wars, like, I'd see these, like, Um, when they're like having, uh, fights like in space and stuff like that. And they're, and their planes are like fucking, you know, like back and forth and shit.
0: I was like, Oh, "Oh, you're so cute.
2: I was like, this looks dumb. I was like, I don't fucking (laughs) want to watch it. You know what I mean? But then I watched it and I was, I was fucking drawn in Yeah. and I'm just like, this is fucking cool, man. (laughs) You know, that's, that's what, that's kind of how, that's why I never watched it. Cause in my own head, I'm just like, this is stupid. I'm like, I'm not going to like
1: this. This is our Brussels sprouts argument all over again, where I was telling yes. you how much you're <laughs> yes, going to fucking exactly. love it. You put some bacon in there, a little bit of cheese. Exactly. It, it is candy. It just doesn't it, look right.
2: In my I'm head, glad. If something, if something doesn't fucking look right, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to fucking associate with it. It could just be dead to me and I'd be happy. You know? <laughs> <Like this. laughs>
3: so I'm so glad that it pulled you in though, Attic, because I get what you mean. And Tim said it earlier, Spaghetti Western silliness yeah. kind of like like you know what i mean it seems like a li- little little corny maybe a well, little cheesy the,
2: the the cheesiest thing and it's probably my favorite line and i wrote it down because I, just, <laughs> I was watching it today and i giggled and i was just like i need to tell the boys this so when they were downstairs in the death star and like in the garbage pile and the walls were kind of closing in and then han solo basically says he's like i know one thing for sure we'll all be a lot thinner and i just <laughs> yes. fucking died that was the point. Out of here. That's the fucking it's a dad joke, man. I loved it. I laughed. And uh, I,
1: Sardonic. I I didn't know what that word was until like someone explained to me that's what Han Solo is. He's just this sarcastic like,
0: space cowboy.
2: <laughs> when he showed up at the end I almost jumped that off the fucking couch I was like I knew he'd come back <laughs> <laughs> well when when you
3: when you go on to the next movie because like, you're watching them in a specific order you're yeah. actually Tim's going to get you to watch them in uh, chron, chron, not our timeline chronologically when they were released right? um, actually so we're going to next... flip it around a little
1: bit we're going to oh, go in machete kay. order so it starts with A New Hope and then Empire and then we go back to to phantom menace uh attack of the clones and uh that what was the third one revenge of the sith so this becomes a more of a redemption thing
3: you know what i'm Understood. talking
1: about i'm trying not to
3: yes okay so but it still goes with so the next one's going to be empire mm-hmm. correct so attic you back or just empire Empire strikes back. You're gonna lose your fucking you'll, mind you, when you get, see Empire. You'll get the lingo. You'll get the lingo. Um, yeah, and in Empire, you kind of get uh, more of a taste of Han Solo's his his cadence or his character, mm-hmm. per se, and like the way he talks to Leia, like, mm-hmm. like, like there's that there's that romantic banter, per mm-hmm. se, where like still was in the first one, the one you just watched, New Hope. When you go to watch the second one, you you think like, it's just a strange character choice in how he does it.
1: It's almost like a kid on a playground kind of like pulling a girl's hair.
2: Pulling her hair. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, 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 kind of did see it in, um, oh, absolutely. And then you hope like it was really starting there. Like, yeah, I'm not spoiling it was, anything. It was giving her a lot of two. Who do you think a cuter chewed.
1: couple is though? Like the f- nice blonde farm boy or Han? Like which one do you see Leia ending up with?
2: Um, well, I think towards the end of the movie, after everything kind of happened and they, they, they took down the death star, wasn't Leia? I think Leia. Leia was having her uh, hand around Luke, wasn't she, towards the end?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that'd be. But so that's together. kind of what I'm thinking. I, I, I think it kind of started with that. Um, yeah. I don't really know who she ends up with. Like again, I've seen a lot of pop culture stuff, but everything in my head is so like convoluted because I've never really seen the movie. Yeah. Everything's just very like convoluted. So it's it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's really cool getting to watch this right now. Like it, it's 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 actually fucking cool.
3: Yeah. I'm so excited to. Be with you right yeah. now in this because, dude, it's, you're going down a rabbit hole, I'm and and Tim and I get to sit here and watch your wonder.
0: Oh, we I get to be I, a part I, I of just,
2: it. You've never seen Empire.
1: You've never seen the opening I'm scene. I'm so excited. Your mind so is going to be like just. Oh.
2: I just finished watching all twenty. Was it twenty two Marvel movies? Oh my god! Um, just because I missed a couple of them, so I watched all twenty two of them, and I was just like,
0: "Yes, okay." <laughs>
2: I'm just, I'm don't, for this don't
3: don't even open that door, Attic. Well, that's another podcast, okay, buddy? <laughs> oh, no, for sure. Please don't open that door oh. right now because this one it will get I lost. Love, uh, cause that's
0: cause 20, I'm with you on that. For and... us. I love it. Yeah.
2: yeah. I loved it. Um,
1: okay, so. Uh, we were talking about Han. Are we gonna go through the movie and like the different scenes and stuff like that, or do we want to talk about the different characters? Because there's a lot of stuff that I'd like to get your impressions about Han and something that I'd really need to clear up for you.
2: Me
3: too.
1: So
2: yeah, I mean, wh- whatever you guys think. Like, let, let let's go character. Let's go character.
1: Okay. Han is a very integral point uh thing to the to the story as like. He, he's catalyst. A, a catalyst and he is this agent of change and he he wants to be good but he doesn't have anything to believe in so when you're in the cantina scene you remember when Chewie and han are just talking to them and they're like ha 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 these fucking idiots are gonna pay us seventeen thousand dollars to yeah. run them like and then greedo shows up i love that yeah. okay I will find you the proper way to view this. Uh, you had to see it the way that they present it now. So Lucas, this is his opus. He, he loves Star Wars, and he feels like there, there's a battle between Lucas and the fans. Now, only now with John Favreau, the guy that created all of the Marvel Universe, are we getting back to what the heart of Star Wars was. Somewhere along the way, I personally feel like Lucas may have lost it. Like he got too close to this beautiful thing that he made.
3: And he changed... Laser swords. Yeah. <laughs> That's all What'd I have to say? say. What'd you say? Laser swords. <sighs> Laser swords. So Tim's talking about how he lost it, per se. Yeah. So continue, Tim, because like we'll go down that road too. He...
1: He added in a bunch of CGI stuff into this. So like when you're coming into town for the first time, you're seeing these new animals and ships and all the stuff that didn't need to be there and it all distracts from it. He wanted to make the world feel even bigger. And what he did right in the 77 movie, we were talking earlier and you mentioned how lived in the world feels, how used the world is. That later inspired Blade Runner and all the other greatest works of sci-fi, alien. is like you don't need a big set, but the set that you do need looks needs to look functional and real. And that's like where the aesthetic of the Death Star and the Stormtroopers, I'm like, I don't know how Ralph McGuire and the set designers did this, but they, they make everything look so, so different and distinct. Oh I'm getting lost. All right, so Han ends talking to Greedo. Originally... Greedo is talking, saying, like, I'm going to take you to Jabba the Hutt. I'm going to turn you in for the bounty. And Han pulls his gun out and shoots him in the fucking face. Now, Lucas didn't like that because he thought that made Han look like a bad guy. So that's why there's, like, an awkward cut in there where he makes Greedo now shoot first, then Han shoot. So whenever you hear Han shot first, it's a reference to this particular scene because it changes Han's character irrevocably. No longer is he starting out as this complete anti-hero. Where obviously Greedo was going to shoot him. He's a gambler. He fucking knows. He's this like cowboy. He's not evil. But he's definitely not good. And he pulls and shoots first. Like that's the that's that's the way that we were presented it as kids. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how Sean feels about that.
3: Uh, no, I'm with you 100%. I would also like to point out, and like, I'm f- sorry, Attic, if we jump ahead at all, but like, you also have to understand, I'm with Tim right now, so I'm going to try and talk to all of us at once. So to that account, what Favreau is doing now with the new stuff, he's trying to go back to the way it was laid out to us as kids. Oh, nice. You got to watch The Mandalorian, because mm. that's, that's the way Mando is.
2: Should I be watching that now, or should I wait till I'm done? No. Yeah,
1: because no, I want to
3: excuse to watch it with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I've already, I've uh, Tim, I've already watched it three times. It's so good. It's so good. So, Attic, um, that has to be something that you'll watch at the end. You'll, you'll get it because like it's in a time frame kind of in between, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You're I believe right. it takes, yeah. yeah. And, um, and mm-hmm. Favreau is he's the goat with what he's doing it's yeah. it's absolutely amazing For, so back to what tim was saying was how it, like just the lawlessness of the badass still calculated but not a completely evil yeah go
1: and yeah. <laughs> like we're playing D D right now so like he would be that like chaotic good character where you're yeah, not yeah. exactly sure what he's going to do he's always going to operate in his own self-interest but he wouldn't harm anyone he might leave someone else to be killed and not really give a shit about it at least that like at that point but like Lucas goes in and changes that so it it doesn't start him here to give him this beautiful beautiful arc and guys like holy shit is Harrison Ford not a fantastic fucking actor he is so good with oh, every dude, one of his lines
3: it. absolutely he absolutely killed he killed it i also want to point out too with how Lucas changed the who shot first thing one thing you still have to take into account for is in that scene while they're talking there is a cut scene that cuts down to Han's holster and he 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 like he unbuckles it and loosens it because he's like you see how he like when he leans back and he puts one, one arm up and he like yeah. touches the wall <laughs> and he yeah. takes the other hand and he, he puts it down on his holster he's that's Han he's prepared. Once to do what ahead. he has to do, yeah. and then that's where in the original. And trust me, it, it, he fucking choppers.
2: My 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 initial thought of that scene was, Jabba the Hutt was a bad guy, and again, he was. Oh, Jabba the Hutt was only for like in in this movie for what, like a minute, not even. Yeah. It was just that one scene with Han Solo. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see how that progresses. Like, Absolutely. because my honestly my my original thought was, as soon as this guy sat down and say, Hey, I'm bringing Win for this bounty. I was like, okay, I'm like something obviously happened. Um either Jabba the Hutt is uh, you know, like a, a bad character or this guy is an enforcer for Jabba the Hutt could be like a mafia. You, do you know what I mean? Like you so fucking nailed things, it. Like, ran into my head. Yeah, bro. He's I'm he's I'm a, he's excited a, to kind of keep going with it.
3: Yeah, he's a kingpin. Yeah. He's yeah, he, yeah, exactly he, what I thought. He's in my a kingpin. Head, right? He like handles well well, it's in the movie. Um uh Han is a smuggler. Yeah, Han smuggles things. He's for basically a Jabba.
0: pirate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: and Jabba and and Greedo is a bounty hunter for Jabba. So Jabba has many factions of evil that he pretty much oversees. Yeah, and you're dude, you're gonna learn so much more about Jabba as you keep
2: going. I'm excited, man. I, I really, yeah. really, really enjoyed the movie. Like good. it was, it was a good. And again, the the fact that i i i watched the original i don't know if i'm sure there has been new ones since then, but the fact that i watched the one from like 1977 it it still holds true like every like it just just it's the first one still, that's yeah, what started it, 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 it still fucking holds true to this day like you mentioned just, the I, sense I
1: of know. humor and like it. yeah i get it's corny but like is that <laughs> something that like is what holds the fans in is it, it could be considered corny but like you, you layer removed Isn't, like, the dialogue really earnest? And, like, finally, Favreau is, like, to bring it back around to that, is bringing that back. Because for nine movies, well, uh, the first three, they they did it good. But after that, they're trying to duplicate the sense of humor that you see. And then no one really got it until, like, Mandalorian. But... Like the picking at the fucking wall as you're in the middle of a negotiation <laughs> with an enforcer that's there to fucking kill you. And you're like, oh, I don't know, like nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like you blast him in the yeah. fucking face like that is cool. Uh, when you can't recreate. Yeah. C-3PO and Luke outside when uh, the, the first robot blows up, um, which a little bit of lore for you. Um, the, the red or two. The Red R2. Uh, yeah, he, okay. He has a specific name, but in the comic books, they give him a backstory that he's actually a Jedi. That somehow this thing became no. self aware. It had its own powers, but n- it knew who R2 was and that it had to get to Luke, who is the last Jedi. So it
3: blows itself the fuck up. He purposely malfunctioned. Ah, committed suicide, okay. yeah. Well, because I've, for my whole life, I've always thought, like, what a weird coincidence. Because as, that, as Luke picks that R2 unit and he starts going and like you can see R2-D2 like bouncing back and forth going bleep, 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 like trying to be like, no, like you guys, you got to, you got to pick me. And then I always thought like, did R2 do something to malfunction that R2? Because like they don't show one. anything. Exactly. So like I've always wondered been like, was that just a coincidence that R2 blew up or did something actually happen to him? Like did R2 while he was sitting beside him? like stick his fucking something in his keyhole and spin something the wrong way or did you know what oh, i mean maybe and I, that's a very cool uh i'm assuming that's fan
1: awesome. theory uh comic book so i guess it was canon comic book
3: okay but yeah canon perfect
1: But like as that's that's happening, like and like you'll appreciate this over time, like sorry to keep saying that, but like the dynamic between R two and C three PO, which becomes almost its own universe within everything else. C three PO is there being like a little prissy robot bitch. And he's explaining, (laughs) Oh, yes, this robot
3: is quite good, blah 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 blah. And (laughs) like the odds of that happening are (laughs) he always got he always has the odds man yeah, yeah. he knows he knows 200 what does he know 200 million languages or something like oh that my
2: God, yeah crazy. you're most moisture yeah. evaporators. are actually quite like. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like i really really love the dynamic between them too like I, I i thought it was it was witty and it was funny and it just it it really like because honestly at first as soon as r2d2 started going like and i was just like fuck me i'm not gonna listen to <laughs> this for an hour and a half you know what i mean but like like maybe like twenty minutes later, I was just like, "Yes!" Like R two D, you know, he's back on the screen with C three P O. They're kind of like having this communication. It was it was awesome.
3: Yeah, yeah he's a, he's a character that you'll be drawn to. Yeah. Um, not only because is he he's literally like he's the right hand. He's Luke's right hand, mm-hmm. but he's also the right hand to anything that progresses throughout the movies. Yeah, all of them. He's he's always there, and it makes you it draws you in too. Like as a kid, I was drawn to R2 because it was, it was just a cool droid. Sure. You know, he looked cool. He made cool noises and he had a very big role in what he did. Um, But also it's like he um, developed, he was himself self-aware. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Well, and, and he didn't have a voice, but C-3PO does. And he's just the punk of everything. Like everybody <laughs> just makes yeah. him clear his bitch.
3: Listening to C three PO commentate for our two
2: is comedy gold. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. I love it. That's honestly like it, it, it. It's that's that's what I love about this movie. Is there's there's there was action. There's. You know there's there, there's some of that corny stuff like I love the corny fucking 70 80s and 90s movies in like, yeah, I, the, I qu-
3: and the stuff. quick the wi- quick-witted stu- yeah, comments like it's, too. It's, yeah
2: it's, it's, fucking, it's, it's awesome
1: it's as a awesome. viewer you're not treated like an idiot either because you mentioned this yeah. attic and I thought that was a fantastic point that you uh, you picked up on Um, they don't spe- spoon feed you everything they'll what? tell you like oh yeah I fought with your dad during the Clone Wars you're like, what the fuck is Clone Wars? Like, there's it's, it's, a bunch of clones out there fighting each other, and like, you get nothing.
2: That's over. It's awesome. It's and like, awesome in the next beat, like, yeah, keep going. Sorry, keep going. No, I'm done. I said it, it's awesome how they're they're. I feel it. Like again, I know there's a shit ton of Star Wars movies, but I feel them setting everything up. Like, and and I know all the names of them. Well, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just through just what I've seen on 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 social media and stuff like that. So, it's just I'm I'm hearing this. I was like, oh, I'm like, there's gonna be a movie on this. I'm like, that's what that's about. You know what I mean? Oh, there's gonna be a movie on this. And it was when um when Luke and when Luke and his team were coming in to destroy the Death Star. I was like, what's gonna happen to Vader? You know? And then Vader got um, out, and I was just like, that's gonna be the Empire Strikes Back. You know? <laughs> so it's just like, like so many things are rolling.
3: So Keith, and because you have pop culture like that has kind of like led you a little bit into like the like some minor knowledge um one thing i can point out going forward pay attention to the names of planets and moons okay it seems arbitrary because they have very strange names and some and and trust me it took me 20 years to remember the names of planets it's not integral but it is it will help you Okay. through the series
1: um, so one, one, because... one
2: thing that um, one thing that I thought was funny throughout the whole movie was the fact that the stormtroopers couldn't hit anything <laughs> like they they knock <laughs> up on fucking Hong solo and the princess. Yeah, but it was was (laughs) Skywalker and the fucking princess. There there was like three of them literally standing right there. It was everywhere. And I was like, guys, come on.
3: (laughs) Okay. So I'd like to point out the fact that um, uh, I can't remember. I think it's C-3PO says it. But when they come up to the the Jawas destroyed um, their vehicle, And they're saying like this wasn't this wasn't sand people. Sand people didn't do this. These Mm -hmm. this is work of stormtroopers because sand people aren't that accurate.
0: (laughs) No joke. They actually
3: C three PO says that because yeah because because it's um uh it's it's after um it's after like um oh yeah they uh they found Obi Wan they went because they were going they were going to go to Alderaan yeah and uh, on their travels they found this the jawas tank pretty much obliterated and then when C3PO was like <laughs> these like this was stormtroopers sand or uh, sand people aren't that accurate and then luke was like oh no uncle,
1: uncle owen <laughs> yeah, uncle owen
3: owen yeah uncle owen and then he races back home cuz obviously the troopers went there to yeah yeah take and them and just out. baking in so, front <laughs> Oh, like, like harsh, bro! <laughs> his, his, his aunt, and his uncle, just like steaming. I know eh? it. Like As the squirt. sun is setting <laughs> or oh, rising, they forgot
1: yeah. their sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, like during that same scene where they're they're talking about how the the, the Tuscan Raiders are not that accurate and the stormtroopers are, and like they travel two by two to hide their numbers. Um, single file in Single the background to they're just C- yeah, yeah. C-3po, c-3po he's just carrying jawa bodies and throwing them on the fucking fire
3: <laughs> i'm thinking i, I noticed that
1: i was like this is the first time i i I paid attention to it and i was like why like <laughs> there's other why are they jawa burning
3: the, why are they burning the bodies they're cleaning up a mess that they didn't create
1: yeah it's like me walking into a store and there's been a gunshot, like uh, a robbery where the the store owner's dead, and I'm like, well, I obviously like, gotta clean this everywhere. up. <laughs> clean up oh, I'm gonna get blamed for I this.
2: It. <laughs> <laughs> it's so this true. Guy. I'm gonna try
3: like, to check that out tomorrow. Does that have like significance?
1: I I don't in know. I don't know if it's a cultural thing, like if they were somehow respecting the the sand people's like laws or something, but it, it just seemed like a, an offhanded or the, we're going to burn the body. They do well, burn the bodies it, a lot in the movies.
3: Yes. Um, well maybe it's something that C3PO knows because of his extensive knowledge of cultures. Maybe he's like jaw was take care of their, but like it's never talked about or discussed. I'm sure there's canon of it somewhere because it does seem like a pretty strange thing to be doing. Yeah. Right? Like, Obi-Wan's not doing it. He's just, like, in, the, in that scene. I don't even. He's did he run out. after Luke? I think he's just hanging out, or maybe he's, like, meditating or something. But yeah, R2-D2 is just chilling by the fire and C-3POs explaining things, dropping bodies. I got
1: a question <laughs> for you guys. Um, so, yeah. Obi-Wan, uh, Old Ben, the wizard that lives in the sand dunes, um, <laughs> he's a Jedi master. And so he's very powerful. He's got uh, precognition. Now, Luke went there to find him to try to get him the give uh, get R two D two. Or sorry, he was chasing after R two D two. R two D two found him. All all of that. They're on the mission. Does Obi wan keep Luke at his hut so that the stormtroopers will have enough time? to kill the sand people and Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen because he knows that Luke can't stop them. Like, that that's something that was bothering me today is like with the, the greater story that I know, but like he's a very powerful wizard. Did he's he hold him there? Just Yeah.
3: That's uh, intriguing. I've, I've never thought of it or I've never even heard of that theory. Um, but it, it kind of makes sense because... It's like in order for Luke to progress to be who he needs to be, this has to happen. Yeah, and like that's some serious shit right there. Yeah, because Obi Wan oh, yeah. could have stopped a handful of stormtroopers. Absolutely, I think Luke probably could have too. Yeah. Sure, he didn't have his training, but if you watch that movie, he has zero training. But look what he gets done.
2: He yeah. trains for thirty seconds in the whole entire movie, and then suddenly he's a. And and it's not, and it's, <laughs> attic. It's barely training.
1: Attic. That is an extremely important point you need to hold on to for when we get to the later movies because there is a crisis within the fandom and what you just said puts a very nice bow on what happens. So you you hit something immensely huge that wouldn't happen for 40 years after this movie. (laughs) But yeah, he trains for 30 seconds with a trainer.
2: Yeah, but he and he was he was just training with a lightsaber. He was just moving it back and forth. It's not like he was doing anything with
3: it. With the blast shield down, I can't see anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my,
3: that's like that's like one of the most quotable things between me and my friends. If it's like if like a bitchy comment has to happen, that happens. With well, the blast shield down, I can't see anything. <laughs> oh my god, he's
1: such a whiner at times. I know. I love it. I love um, it. Did you know Mark Hamill, who plays uh, the uh, Luke Skywalker, the titular character here? He—I um, used titular wrong. He was the Joker <laughs> in the animated Batman movie, or oh, not movie, no in the TV series. Growing up, so like he's the always fi-
3: been a part of our life. Have you seen Final? Uh, is it the Final Death or what is it? Um, the com the the comic of the killer like, joke the killing joke. Yeah. He's so good. phenomenal. He's we, could, we can go down to DC Universe too. Let's not bother. But yeah, Mark Hamill has a lot of very um, credible voice acting roles, actually.
0: He's
1: kind of well, like our nerdy a dad, like in a way. <laughs> He's always been that Absolutely.
2: The characters and stuff like that. His name popped out. I'm like, I know I've seen him before. I know I've seen his name before. Like, I didn't he, recognize the face at all, but I'm like, I've read that name somewhere.
3: He takes a lot of, like, pride, I believe, in those movies. And he is on board for any kind of, like, uh, callbacks, cameos, shit like that. Like, he he was in, okay, do you remember uh, Jansom and Bob Strike Back? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mark Hamill plays a character called Cockknocker. (laughs)
2: Cockknocker?
1: Yeah, he's a giant fist that he uses to punch people in the
2: dick. And Jason Mewes is like, I haven't (laughs) seen that movie.
3: Jason Buse is like, someone asks if he's okay, he's like, am I okay? I just got punched in the balls by a guy named Cockknocker. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Mark Hamill. And he, and like, there's lines that he says in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back that kind of call back to the, uh, uh star wars movies which is just pure gold comedy gold yeah
1: where other people got upset that they were defined by these roles like harrison ford and uh carrie fisher for a little bit he he just excelled in it like he just knew that this was the best not the best that he could ever do because he's done amazing work but this is like a big part of a lot of people's lives and he's
3: learned to celebrate it he's okay with it yeah yeah harrison ford kind of gets a little bit bitchy yeah well yeah because that does it doesn't define him although i th- I feel like he should be because he's he's so um he was so like celebrated mm-hmm. for for that role as being han solo that maybe he should ease up a little yeah but then you got those indiana no jones fans now. out there that no. don't even acknowledge star wars <laughs> Have there's you ever diehard indiana jones fans that are just like who, who? Anu? <laughs> i
2: started watching indiana jones too oh so good
3: great Great movies, man.
2: Yeah, they are. They are. Well, that's when, like, when I saw um, Harrison Ford, I was just like, "Fuck, this was done before Indiana Jones." I'm like, the dude looks like he's like mid to late twenties, man. (laughs) Like he's so fucking young. Handsome. I wish I was nearly as fucking
1: handsome as like a young Harrison Ford. That fucking half smile.
3: I'm sorry, a sixty year old Harrison Ford? Yeah, take it. You see the Force Awakens? (laughs) Even after the plane crash, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. He looks great. (laughs) Yeah, he really does. (laughs) Okay, so
1: we're almost done with Tatooine. We've had the cantina scene. We've talked about how Luke may have been betrayed by Obi-Wan to let his uh, aunt and uncle die so that he could continue on the hero's journey by letting go of his past and going out into the greater world. But the call to action was made, and he was going to deny it. Like, all he wanted to do is get off Tatooine, this desert planet, but he was too afraid to in the end when he actually had the chance, he's like, Oh, I got to get back and go back to
3: farming. But, but you know, he did always talk about joining the rebellion to be yep. uh, a pilot. All his friends were already up there. Okay. Well, he didn't, he did he,
1: mention it. He says the Academy though. I was wondering Ac- yes, that's if right. he was going to go to the Imperial Academy.
3: Oh, he d- but no, he runs into his friend, um, uh, like yeah, red, red 11, um, or, um, Biggs, yes, I th- I can't remember his call name. I think it's Red Eleven. Oh, um, I don't know. But th- I I figured that was one of his buddies from Tatooine that made went to the academy and became a pilot.
1: I think that he went to the academy, but then defected to the rebellion. But I'm not sure. Okay. Because I, I just I, w- I didn't know if like the the rebels were that far out into the open that they would have academies and and join, especially like, on a scheduled
2: would. system like.
1: Oh man, it's the I, fall. It was, I missed the rebel Academy. <laughs>
2: there, there, there was at one point, was it, did he ask who, who he, he was talking to? Luke Skywalker was talking to somebody. He's like, you know, the rebellion.
1: Oh yeah. The, yeah, uh, I, C-3PO and R2, like when he was giving yeah. them the oil bath.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then,
3: Luke got excited to hear that. Yeah. yeah. They they were on rebel, rebel missions
2: and, and, and war. The like, it, and then at the end of it, when they were flying the ships to shoot the death star, um, he saw his buddy and then what he said was like i told you i'd always make it yeah so that in my head kind of seemed like did he you know he might have wanted to join the rebellion all along you know i think I mean? you're both right i just didn't really know a hell of a I, whole lot about it maybe
3: i guess the the rebellion does have an academy yeah, yeah. Lost.
2: they lost that guys, makes like, sense
1: like because if he was always yeah. planning on going if he wasn't gonna like rat them out
3: to the imperials then yeah yeah, well, it's general. not like it's not like co- cops and criminals. It's not like there's an academy to be a criminal. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Good so point. the rebellion pro- or the 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 empire probably has an academy too. Yeah. Good I'm
1: point. gonna go to the Tashi station and pick up some power converters. All right. So we we have <laughs> talked about <laughs> Oh my God, he's so whiny. It's so funny. He's adorable. Oh, uh, love just him. Just for who, who he becomes, like just to really get to live with someone's first experience with who he is now. But we're talking about characters. We're leaving Tatooine. Like, that's almost a character in and of itself. You've talked about Jabba the Hutt. You, you're you now on the Millennium Falcon. What is your first impressions of the ship? Do you care? Is it cool? Like, I don't want to lead you.
2: I, I think it's fucking awesome, for one. And especially whenever, like, Sohan Solo and Luke Skywalker go on their little fucking. Oh, yeah, guns. those little gunners. But yeah like that was fucking cool that was fucking awesome
1: actually we've been playing a lot of battlefield you might recognize a lot of the guns from this movie as world war ii guns
2: yeah actually you know what's funny is that when we were playing the other night and i was in the plane where you were driving and i was shooting from the back of it yeah there's the same exact gun it's kind of fucking moving the same exact way <laughs> it's funny you say that that's hilarious
1: yeah, they, they, that's how part of the, like the the real world yeah. thing that they they tried to do. Even the uh, the the blasters that the stormtroopers use are all World War II kind of adapted oh, really? guns. Yeah. Okay, so that's you, awesome you like that. the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, it, it's gorgeous. Uh, any impressions on Chewie or?
2: Um, I I. He, I, he's one of those guys like he, he's big and he's fucking huge. Right. Yeah. And I thought he was going to be more of a threat. Like, I, I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like he's not that big of a threat right now. I feel like Han Solo is a bit more like adventurous or courageous mm-hmm. than Chewbacca. And I thought Chewbacca would be a little bit more just given his size and stature, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: I think he's more of a sidekick for now.
2: Yeah, I I thought he was going to be more of like a leading person, I guess, again, just due to his size and like what I thought he would be able to do, like fucking and your views of him in pop pop culture. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But I'm learning that he's more of a sidekick for sure.
1: (laughs) One of the best jokes in the, in the entire series is when they are running and they're trying to scare the stormtroopers, him and Han, down the hallway. And they're just like, bah! and then Screaming. they like open up a door and there's just a shit ton of stormtroopers. They turn
0: around. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh god, I love it. I just love it.
3: Um, Chewie's. Um, I will say about Chewie though is he's. Um, he is definitely um, similar as to Han in the sense of like, if it needs to get done, it will get done. Mm -hmm. Right. Like in new hope that you just watched, he still, he took major actions. Like as they were like faking Chewie as a prisoner to get into the battle and into the death star. um, What's the first thing that happens? Chewie just fucking lights someone up with his left hand. Yeah. 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 Right. He's, 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 he can still get shit done yeah trust yeah, me and yeah. and you'll get and like his correct me if i'm wrong tim in the first one does he have his bowcaster? Bow? yeah he does in the in new hope yeah in the new hope it, i didn't see it it doesn't get used uh, like often i don't i think oh, only a few it shots get fired get I, I can't remember
1: i can't remember seeing and, his bowcaster now i,
3: I apologize think. if i ruined that for you attic no,
2: no,
3: he no. uh but he's an iconic figure and he has an iconic weapon that yeah, yeah. plays yeah. a very integral. It's, it's awesome. It's an awesome.
2: Oh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he used it in a new hope.
1: That's interesting. Wow. I never yeah, thought yeah.
3: about that. That is cool.
2: <laughs> I can't even think of it. Yeah. Thank Can you for giving me
1: that. something new about a movie. I love
3: that's awesome. Uh, right. That's why we're doing this, man. <laughs> you guys get to relive it a little bit too. It's awesome. Uh, oh man. This is, yeah. It,
1: it's so hard to go back and rewatch it again because it could be a bit boring like the hundredth yeah. time that's not a knock against it it's just when you don't get to share it with anybody else it's like yeah but yeah. i've seen it yeah mm-hmm. that's true that's true uh, uh so like you you're getting to see darth vader a little bit do you want to talk about him like uh what are your impressions so- of like what who he is or anything
2: so, at, at first, there, there was this dude that was always with Darth Vader. I forgot his name. Tarkin? Um. Yeah, my, yeah, it's Tarkin. Yeah, yeah.
1: So Fucking first, creepy looking face on him too, Yeah, right? creepy dude. He's such yeah. a great British actor.
2: It, I, I, at first, I thought, again, just with pop culture, that Darth Vader is the bad guy, right? I mean, obviously, he's a bad guy, but I thought he was kind of the ruler. But then mm-hmm. the more I was watching the movie... I felt like Darth Vader was the number one enforcer for Tarkin, right? And then the battle, and then the Death Star obviously blows up and Darth Vader is the only one that's out there. So it's just like, okay, in my head I'm like, okay, the next movie is when Darth Vader kind of takes over and really becomes that main villain character. Do you know what I mean?
1: I never got that for years and years watching A New Hope. I didn't understand that Darth Vader wasn't, the lead, but then you see Tarkin have him on such a close leash, like Vader, release him,
3: and he, like and lets the, go way, his he, the way, the yeah. way he talks to Vader, he talks yeah. to Vader like he's not af- he's not afraid of him, and everybody thing. is afraid of Vader, yeah, because you say something wrong and he's just yeah, and, and he can do it through a monitor,
2: yeah, my, my right, my he's first... like now you are now now you are in in command. Yeah. My first thing that I noticed with that was exactly when Tarkin said. Vader release him, and then Vader Mm. released him right away. And in my head, I'm like, that's fucking weird. Your lack of faith. I find your lack of faith. Yeah.
0: Disturbing.
2: I thought, I thought fucking Vader would be the dude to say like, no, fuck you. I'm not fucking releasing him, you know, but he released Mm. him so quickly. I was like, "Hmm, maybe he's like number one or something. You know what I mean? Great observation. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which leads
3: into
1: something that you were talking about before is like the, the greater world. If Vader is this fucking demonic, huge presence and someone like Tarkin can control him yeah. and Tarkin's obviously not in control of everything else. Like how big is this world? And like, we're getting to play in a galaxy now.
3: And who, who goes above Vader in the terms of power? Yeah. Right. Like who's Vader afraid of, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Right. Cause it seems like Vader's not afraid of anybody. So it's like who else out there? with the empire or the galactic senate would vader not really want to yeah confront you know what i'm saying
2: boys, we're fucking going on a journey here.
1: <laughs> when Vader is holding up that uh, rebel uh, by the neck and choking the life out of him physically, you get like this And sense. questioning him? And questioning, and questioning him. him. He's questioning him. He's asking him questions. <laughs> he doesn't look where like are a the small plans? <laughs> He's like seven feet tall. He's got this guy up in the air by one hand across his throat. <laughs> he's like, the guy is like dying. and He's like, <laughs> then where he's, is the ambassador? And the guy's already Dead, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like,
3: bro, he can't answer you
1: because you're crushing his throat.
0: <laughs> he can't speak when you have your hand on his yeah. throat.
3: <laughs> and it's probably more of like it was, he was doing it for principle in yeah, front of the yeah. other rebels to yeah. be like, you know, this is what's gonna happen to you, so tell me what yeah. I need to know.
1: A very like a Nazi esque uh, depiction of the dictator yeah. at this yeah. point, like their uniforms and everything. Um so where are we? Uh, I was asking about Vader you you see him as this large character but there there's yeah. something more there that you're wondering about that's that's really cool. I, I love that scene when they're all sitting around the office like the the desk and like there's all these generals so like you get this impression of a very orderly mi- yeah. militaristic and their use of the British actors and how demure they are and how yeah. like... You go to the rebels, everything is dirty, chaotic, all these loose lines you go into the the imperials everything is very and
3: span. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: there's order
3: yeah the rebel- the rebels are run, running on on hope yeah um, hope and dreams right a lot and of... the imp- a new hope <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of
1: white pe- like white men <laughs> no. yeah Like the Imperials, a lot of humans. A lot of humans in a great big galaxy. You don't see a lot of aliens. Uh, That's something that they're accused of in later years. (laughs) That's,
3: yeah, very, very true. Yeah, you don't see a lot of, like, X-Wing pilots that are alien. They're all human beings. And, oh, that brings up a funny thing I noticed for the first time, and can't believe I didn't notice it before in my youth. So in A New Hope, when... um, uh, Han is about to board the Millennium Falcon with uh, Luke and the droids, and he uh, and he runs into Jabba. Jabba is at the Millennium Falcon, question, asking him about his debt to be paid. Right, and they 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 go about their banter. They say what they say, and right before Han leaves, he looks at uh, Jabba and he goes, "You are a strange human being." Human being.
1: Okay, so. That was an originally cut uh, part of the uh, the movie, the that whole okay. scene. Do you remember Porkins and when they're attacking the Death Star, the mm-hmm. the really fat guy inside the X-wing that like they, uh, apparently yeah, he's, he's could... a ginger.
2: <laughs> he was out of place. Yeah. yeah.
1: The. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't even get a, a suit large enough for him, so they had to cut down the middle and like stuff him inside of the X Wing because they knew <laughs> they was
2: kind of like this the whole time. Yes,
1: <laughs> and they called him Porkins, <laughs> like it was best. another time, yeah, it was the yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys can call me Porkins if we're getting,
0: keep doing this because <laughs> I like the moniker,
1: but um, okay, so Porkins was originally Jabba the Hutt, and in that scene. He was the human being walking through that they would later animate. Uh, Jabba, uh, the Hut, over, and they—that's why it uh-huh. looks really awkward when he steps on his tail. That's all digitally done, where he—they move him up and then down.
3: Yeah, it it looks strange too. Just him being beside Jabba, like leaning into him, and mm-hmm. like that conversation in general is very. Yeah, yeah. The you animation is strange. Yeah. Place, yeah.
1: You can find the uncut version of him talking to Porkins where. Was oh, okay. I didn't know a human that.
2: Being, yeah. Well, that's it. See, so I'm learning I, shit too. I love it. I, I didn't. I, I, don't remember Han Solo saying that to Jabba the Hutt. It's such yeah. a like off he, the he cuff d- like. Psh. Yeah.
3: Yeah. As, as soon as like Jabba turns away and Jabba, like his Jabba says something like um like I'll have every every bounty hunter in the universe like looking yeah. for you, and this that and the other thing, and then yeah, Han's just like you're a strange human being and then, board, then boards the Millennium Falcon is the last thing he says to him. I just thought it was strange because I never noticed it before. And, yeah, and it's like, Jabba's it a gigantic, fat, slobby alien. He's not a human being. <laughs> have some pride, Han. Come on. <laughs> have some pride, man. Come
1: on. Uh, so what are your impressions of Leia? Um, Carrie Fisher. And just walk gently. She is a princess to me, a Disney princess. She is amazing. You can be no, as honest he, as you need he,
2: to be. She's. I, I think she's a good character. I think. Um, I really think she's gonna um, thrive to really be a huge contributor to the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just her. She was very um, quick. She was very like intuitive. She kind of really knew like exactly what the next steps were. Like she was, you know, she was just really in the moment. Yep. And um, I can really see her to be. Well, I mean, obviously, I know she's like a big star in all the movies, but you could really tell that she's going to be, she's going to play like a huge role. And, you know, cause I originally thought that she was a princess that kind of just sits in the background and, you know, blow well, you this can, guy, blow that guy type of deal. You know what I mean?
3: Would mm-hmm. you maybe say that you could tell she kind of has like an, an intuition yeah, as 100%. to f- like, like fighting the, yeah. um, the empire, For right? Like she's, she ha-
2: adventurous. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And when she has that, like that leadership to her, and, uh, just like the, like the, um, uh,
2: like the art of war, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she arguing, has that intuition. she
1: grabs a gun yeah. and she blasts a hole for them to escape.
2: Well, that's it. But, I mean, and she was, yeah. when, when, when Luke was trying to figure out how to get through without the bridge, how to get through from one end to the other, she was holding off the troopers, right? Yeah. She was mm-hmm. kind of using the gun and shooting them. So it was just like, Oh fuck. I'm like, this girl's kind of a badass. Yeah. Like, she's, yeah. Pay attention rock, to her. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And again, at first, I just, I honestly thought she was just kind of a girl. Yeah. No kidding. The one Absolutely. Thing that, that, again, just growing up, just seeing all this in pop culture, I really thought the main focus was going to be on Luke Skywalker and like his journey, right? And, but the, like, just the longer, the, the more I got introduced to these characters and the more I got to know them throughout this movie, I was just like, fuck, dude, there's not one star here. Like, there's. No there's a multitude of them and this is like and and I just I kind of at all I all pieced it together I'm like these guys are gonna be every fucking these guys are gonna be like in every fucking movie and it's not just again with pop culture I thought it was mainly focused on Luke right I'm like but this is not at no. all like this is not heavily focused on him so I'm really excited to see the progression for for all these main characters as well and I'm I'm guessing there's gonna be you know a story there's going to be a whole movie just on the story of print of the princess right there's gonna be a whole movie on the story of han solo there's gonna be a whole movie on the story of luke skywalker i'm excited to see all that and darth like everybody you're right maybe yeah.
0: right you're right they're
3: all integral characters yeah. and what? like your your mind's gonna get blown dude i'm not yeah, gonna well, lie to it, you it,
2: it, honestly <laughs> it, it, it again just knowing just what i've seen little snippets and stuff like that i'm just like holy fuck like this thing's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. You know, like oh, this yeah. movie, it, 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 it's, one, it was awesome to watch. I'm like, two, it's, I can, I can see why there's so many movies because there's so many different stories that tell that all tie into one. It's crazy. So, I'm excited. <laughs> and this
3: is great segue because like, we're still, we want to continue on ca- like the characters, right. Mm-hmm. About the movie. So we're like, we're going to keep going, keep, keep the train rolling. Yeah. And I wanted to actually ask you, what do you think about the, uh, the Jawas? Your first impression of Jawas. Those are
2: the little ones? The, the,
3: the little scavengers, yeah. yeah.
2: That that they're they, fucking adorable, I, man. <laughs> absolutely. Adorable. I,
3: as long as I can remember, I love the way they talk. I love oh, their language.
2: It was awesome. It, it was, was
0: fucking cool. <laughs> and, yeah,
2: yeah. It's just so
3: cool to listen to them talk. And, and they um, drive
2: this big-ass vehicle. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. And they're evil little bastards.
2: <laughs> yeah. I am... Um, i like them and and i i really hope we get to know more about them um but it was really really cool to see that and and it was different you yeah know, you know what i mean like it was it, it was different and it was really cool how they incorporated them into that and kind of kept the story playing out and then had the you know the store troopers come in and attack like i really really like that no, i i really really liked it oh, yeah i think it was really cool the uh. characters well um ooh.
3: I have kind of something to point out maybe you may or may have not have not noticed. Um so you just through again through pop culture, you know who um uh Boba Fett is. No. I'm yeah. sure you've yeah. may have seen his if I showed I you his helmet yeah I
0: mean
3: I you've probably seen his helmet before and that's where like I like I probably didn't ruin anything for you, but I was just curious if maybe you noticed it. No. Okay no he's he's in he's in the new hope for like three seconds
2: (laughs) oh oh, really he doesn't say
3: anything it's just an it's just a
1: he was originally just a toy but he because of the (laughs) way that he looked he became one of the biggest parts of all of the star wars movies oh really
2: yeah
3: Mm
2: -hmm. oh that's awesome um but
3: something to look forward to yeah. Honestly, like the then like it's it's at the scene where Han and Jabba are talking before Han leaves on the Millennium Falcon. As Jabba like kind of like slithers away, Boba Fett comes in the screen, like l- like looks past the camera, and then just <laughs> walks out. And then that's it. I mean, and you, it's the small things you don't you don't catch that I I kind of wanted to help you walk through it.
2: That's all. I'm hoping to remember that you know, or we bring it up once I see him again absolutely like, yeah, really yeah. Two two for together. sure i um,
3: thought maybe you'd recognize him
2: because he's an
3: the, iconic helmet
2: the one thing i'm looking forward to is to see what the hell happened to Han solo like with 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 the fight with darth vader and then um with him just you know in i don't know what luke's head or using the force or i'm excited just to just learn more about the force itself but i'm really like with Han Solo just kind of disappeared and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? you know, and, but he, and I was just like, Oh, he's obviously going to come back and he didn't come back for the rest of the movie. And I was just like,
0: what the fuck?
2: So I'm excited to see what happens there.
1: Yeah. When he like fucking dives in with the Falcon. To yeah. see, oh my God. Um, I'm trying to think like the, 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 there's a character that I want to talk about, but like I, when I say character, I, I, I it, it's the music. Um, th- what do you think about the music because that is like the Falcon like it is very very or orga- uh organized towards the star wars universe like is a- any of the songs sticking out to you the soundtrack or has that like really come into not, play for you
2: yet? not really because I've heard the music before
0: mm-hmm.
2: so it was it again just through a lot of pop culture stuff, so it wasn't really like was it ringtones oh, it's true though right yeah like, I, I, everybody had them you know so it didn't mm-hmm. really do a hell of a whole lot for me just because again i've heard them so many times just whether it's a fucking video ringtone or Mm -hmm. you know something that's together like
3: i'm a little disappointed then in in that case because i feel like pop culture has now ruined the uh the the orchestra that is star wars yeah because it 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 kind of goes into a lot of people like they classify its genres it's sci-fi it's western and like it's also kind of like a like orchestrated um not i won't, I'm not going to say a musical but the score is iconic
1: it permeates everything in the movies uh in the games in the uh we didn't even talk about how many video games are out there how big. oh man
3: <laughs> but like um yeah the when the music sets your mood when you're yeah. watching the scene. That's it, what it I, did for me.
2: I felt that for sure. Like it, it, it tied two and two. Like with, I, I think, I think if it was any other type of soundtrack or whatever it is, it would not have went in. Like you know, yeah. it would not have coincided the way that it did. Like I definitely felt that, but it just, it wasn't. I've heard it so many times before that, I, and and I and I as soon as i hear that i already incorporate that with star wars right like as soon as again whether it's a video or anything i see so i just kind of put two and two right together right you're desensitized to it yeah 100 i
1: I hear what sean's saying though like if you wouldn't have gotten because a lot of this is you're getting for a chance to have a pure uh experience with but if you had never heard that music before and luke is looking out on the sunsets (laughs) and that music comes Uh... in and, like, you got this yeah. kid who's dreaming of a bigger world. Like,
3: but. The sun is setting on his face, and, yeah. like, it's orange, and, like, it's. it's You're there. Yeah. You're yeah. Feel, yeah. feeling it with him.
2: It.
1: Yeah. But I 100% yeah. get, like, how many times <laughs> have you fucking heard that in movies? Oh, in well, 100% like, I, I wish I was able to
2: hear that for the first time again with the movie. That'd be sick. Yeah. The um,
3: Cantina song, like, everybody knows it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think there's only. Three other big events that we have to get through uh, for the rest of the this episode, like I'd like to hit is the the blowing up of Aldron, the death of Obi-Wan. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, only because we're at three hours and it's like one o'clock in the morning. I oh, don't yeah. want to keep you guys up. I'd like to keep going, but <laughs> it's on you guys. Um I'm good. So we have the the destruction of Aldron, we have the death of Obi-Wan. We have the destruction of the uh, Death Star, and then we have the awards ceremony that we have to talk about because there's <laughs> something you might not catch the first time,
2: but it's fucking hilarious. Oh, really? I, found, I found it awkward, but yeah, yeah. that whole ceremony. <laughs> it's
1: um, weird. So the destruction of Alderon. So El- it... did, did, did anything hit you with that, or
2: no? It just it happened quickly. You know, somebody pressed one button. Next thing you know, you just the planet blown up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just like, okay, that was. I thought it'd be a little more dramatic, but okay, you know. Um, yeah, that was kind of my initial thought on that. The death of Obi Wan, though, I, I like. I just when I said it earlier, I'm just. I don't know what's happening there. Like, I don't know <laughs> if he was going to come back or if he is or whatever the hell it is or stay in Luke's head. But I'm really excited to see how that progresses.
3: Yeah, he turns
1: into yeah because
2: he ghost. like. He just disappears. He just disappears, right? So I was just yeah. like, when it happened, again, I thought he was going to come back, like, in the movie. But He, never, he just, like, he just, like draws
3: back his lightsaber yeah. and, like, but, closes his eyes, and then his cloak hits the ground. It's like, you, did he you shrink? You know what I noticed?
2: I, I felt like, because at one point, he, like, he was, he was having a lightsaber fight with Darth Vader, and he looks like he shifts his eyes to, like, his left, I think. To Luke. Yeah, to Luke, right? But he's still having this fight with Darth Vader. And then it was when Darth Vader said something about the student becomes a master. But I was just like... And then when when Obi disappeared, I was just like, dude, was that guy even trying? Like, it felt like he was just kind of, you know, just going with the motions just to get him onto the... Just to get the boys and the the princess onto the Millennium Falcon. So, as soon as he disappeared... and
3: obi-wan and obi-wan abandoning them once they got on the death star for him to say no like it has to be me to face darth yeah right like like tim pointed out earlier he's he's all-knowing he's clairvoyant he probably knows the outcome and will see it through
2: you know what my initial thought was as soon as he kind of disappeared i'm like okay and again, I don't really know much about the Force yet. We're still learning this. But I'm like, okay, I'm like, he like must have cloned himself or like there's a separate version of himself somewhere. And then he kind of brought this um, different, you know, he created this different person that's the same, looks exact same, acts the same, you know, to go on them because he knew this was going to happen. Interesting. You know what I mean? That was kind of my mm-hmm. original thought, but again, I'm I'm excited to see what uh, what's going to come out from it. In some, I'm way, excited yeah. for you to learn. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Force is a beautiful thing, man. Oh I'm excited for yeah, you to learn yeah, I'm, about
2: I'm, it. I'm, I'm I'm excited. It's
3: it's in it's in all of us. It passes through us. It's passing through you right now. <laughs>
2: right now, <laughs> it is. If we Listen time to it. this
1: perfectly, we'll be able to hit Kenobi when that's released on Disney too.
2: Oh. Oh, could, oh, so oh, are, are they putting together a Kenobi one up for Disney? Yeah. Oh, is no it, is, it, is it Favreau?
1: It's, I believe, Favreau. And uh, there's a guy in a cowboy hat that's responsible for, like, a lot of what went right <laughs> with the Clone Wars and uh, Bad Batch uh, oh. cartoons.
3: Okay, I don't know this guy.
1: Um, I'll get you his name because he he's uh-huh. very, very important right now, and they're looking to hand him the keys to the kingdom. So he's doing a lot of
3: the writing. Yeah, I haven't made time for Bad Batch yet. It's pretty fun.
1: They they is do it? the thing okay. where they threw like a kid in just to like broaden the uh, the audience, but it is still fairly dark where Clone Wars left off. Okay. Um, I, I think Attic, you'll really enjoy Clone Wars too if you like cartoons. Like it's it's good. It, it gets really. I'll
2: check good. it
1: out. Um, it's good writing. But okay, so where are we now? We are at Alderaan. Alderaan's been destroyed.
2: or um, also, our, um it's, Obi like thousand, <laughs> it's like a thousand. Obi Wan disappeared.
1: It's like a thousand voices reached out, and then suddenly was silenced. Um, okay, so I guess we kind of fast forward to they've escaped. They're doing a run on uh, the, the 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 Death Star. And there's that epic space battle for the first time. Like, uh, how did you feel about that? Did that feel good for you? Like, like in
2: I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It was awesome. And um, it's, it, just before that too, it, it, it really helped you, it, it really helped me like understand how good of a, of a pilot Luke is. Because he's like, no, it'll be like when I did this back home. You know what I mean? And then when, when they're in the conference, they're like, what is it, like a two-feet hole or something like that? Two meters. And the, two meters. And the one guy beside him was like, that's impossible. And the guy was Ion like, oh, torpedo. Should, yeah. I, was like, I used to do yeah. it all the time back you So I like used to He said something like – Yeah, something like yeah. that. I what the hell the exact um, – uh, I used
1: to bullseye life. swamp rats back home all the time.
2: That's
3: what it is. That's yeah. Bad. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he That's said the swamp rats are about, are about that size. Yeah. They're like two, like meters. two meters. Yeah. yeah. Which is
1: one of the best <laughs> jokes that family guy ever did was when they, uh, they, they're doing their star Wars thing. And like the guy takes them aside and he's like, Hey, that was really fucking rude of you to just call me out in front of everybody like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh man but it really gave you a sense for how good of a Luke, how, how good how good of a pilot Luke is yes and um, and I kind of figured well obviously he's gonna be saving everybody you know use the force Luke Do you sound exactly like use
3: the- <laughs> I think Tim's is even better than mine Tim's impression is way better I, I think we're pretty
1: damn close all right cool
2: okay. <laughs> Oh my so God. you want you wanted to touch base on the medals?
1: Do I know him? Yeah. Uh yes, yes I do. <laughs> um uh so the medal ceremony, everybody like is getting their awards. This is just after everything ended. Did you notice who gets an award? Who doesn't?
2: Uh yeah, R2D2 and C3PO didn't, right?
1: And neither did Chewbacca. Only the humans got <laughs> oh, the
2: Chewbacca not? Oh wow, racism. Right? <laughs> 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 Jesus. <laughs>
1: yeah. Chewbacca's like doing it's the just... master's ceremonies. Brr. Brr.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Poor guy. Yeah. It always sounds like he's like, he's in agony. Whatever he's, oh, he says, he's like, why did I get a medal?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but really, he's like, congratulations. <laughs> is there a story behind that? Is there anything like, behind as to why or anything or no?
1: If we do episode two of this, I will look that up and bring it with me, but I have never Oof. heard an explanation of why Chewbacca never got a medal.
2: Interesting. Maybe we just did some around his big fat fur. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> Racist. How dare you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wouldn't anger a Wookiee. they will pull your arms out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> out of your socket. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what I did notice during
2: that scene was how shiny R two D two and C three P were.
1: Oh yeah, they Those gave him bath.
2: Well, man, yeah, clean up well.
3: Carbon, yeah, and uh, his carbon scoring. The note about R two D two it's like he's been he's been through some things. I see, like Luke says, I see carbon scoring. It's a, uh, yeah, he's a he's he's a banged up uh, droid, and
2: he's an integral part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought we lost him, man. When he came back, yeah, rough time. That was a rough thirty seconds.
1: <laughs> it's funny how an inanimate object that just beeps you can care about by the end of a movie. Like you want you him don't... to live because he's he's such a cool little buddy.
2: He's got him right there. Oh my
3: god! He That's he goes everywhere thing. with me, and he has carbon scoring on him. That's awesome. That's awesome. For the listeners, I'm showing them my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Best Astromech that was ever made.
2: I was a little best. upset. At, I was a little upset at Luke after that because he looked at C3PO. He's like, "Don't worry, like R2D2 will be okay." And I'm just like, "The dude is like half blown up, man. <laughs> like, is he gonna be okay? Like, how do you?" C3PO
3: is seriously concerned
2: seriously for his concerned. best friend. I was, just, and I was just like, you know what, dude, you guys have been through a lot. Take 30 fucking seconds and try to console <laughs> with the people who just fucking help you save the world. Yeah. Like, come on. But C-3PO
1: right? is the bitch. It's like, fuck you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so that's something that, like, I, I guess we could talk about right before we end here is are R2-D2 and C-3PO sentient? Are they aware? Because, like, all the, the humans and stuff in, in mm-hmm. the world seem to treat them like they're really smart but still robots and tools and like a, a walking talking microwave but like and they have protocols and they have protocols but like the the droids interact with each other as if they're real like it seems like he's like yeah he's a fucking robot like at this point like he doesn't have that affection or love for him where everybody else is treating him like yeah it's a, a really evolved wrench i don't know you know what i mean
3: Mm-hmm. Well, like C-3PO I, says, it, it, like shows his um his affirmation for R2,
0: mm-hmm.
3: right? Like, oh, please, you have like you have to save him, like like like, I see care in C-3PO. Yeah, sure, he's he's the number cruncher, he's the odds droid, and his, But like, it's is that he's, reciprocated he's very by the humans? I feel like it may be with Luke. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like a, a slight reciprocation with Luke, you know Han doesn't give two shits about any droids. Yeah. He does not like droids. Um, I think uh, Leia's political with the droids. They're there to assist, maybe. But I don't know, Leia. I feel like Luke maybe, he has a relationship with R2, that's for sure. And he definitely progresses his relationship with
2: R2. I, I think C-3PO really shows a lot. Yeah, a lot of emotion straight to r2d2 yeah and you can kind of and i think it'll get i mean i i, I can kind of see the relationship that R, r2d2 and luke were kind of forming towards the end yeah. and mm-hmm. um i wonder if there's gonna be a relationship between luke and c3po i'm sure there will be but i wonder how that's gonna go as well i wonder if it'll be as strong as r2d2 and and what when <laughs> i first noticed c3po really start to feel shit was whenever he was <laughs> whenever they're in the desert and then he tells R2-D2, like, he gets mad at him, and it's like, you fucking go that way, and I'll go this way. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, that dude is showing emotion, you know? I was like, you're a robot, you know? So.
1: And then, like, ten minutes later, he turns around, he's like, that motherfucker tricked me.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Exactly.
3: <laughs>
2: so I really, he purposely I mean, I, I, went
3: I, that way so that I would go this way.
2: <laughs> I really see C-3PO as somebody who cares deeply for the people that are, like, in his inner circle, sort of speaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think he's let a lot of people in just because, you know, R2-D2 is just the one guy that he trusts, but him kind of letting Luke in is kind of, he's creating that little circle, circle or that yeah. team that they're going to, you know, fight Darth Vader. with. These are all assumptions. You're
3: t- yeah, but you're, ta- you're talking about him like he is somebody who yeah. is, like, I'm not going to say a person, right? But, like, I'm going to say he has um, like a soul maybe yeah yeah
2: exactly or he's Heart. self
3: self-aware yeah, yeah exactly. he has he has yeah he has morals almost
0: exactly, exactly. yeah and, and um like
3: no i i would like actually want to touch base you're not going to learn this for a very long time but like there is talks in the mandalorian about how um droids are wired and how their brains work it's it's a, a character touches base on it in the mandalorian his uh, I can't think of his name right now, but he's an amazing character, and he's a very, uh, very well versed in droids, and he essentially like d- like takes a droid and rewires it. And he talks about the way they adapt and the way they learn. So I feel like that kind of touches base on the technology that is portrayed in those movies, where these droids, sure they have protocols, but th- I think they have synapses too they can wi- make their own wired connections in their brain <clears throat> to develop morals, a conscience. So
0: that's and how I feel about it.
2: And you can see that. It makes sense because, again, I, I, I you see that right from the first episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And, even, and even when they were in that little garbage chute, right, C-3PO was freaking out. He's like, oh, my God, they're dead. It's all my fault. Oh, my God. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah. you, 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 you really kind of see it, so.
1: But that's just a question that I, I have over the time of uh, being a part of the Star Wars It's like it, it seems like they are, but all the human like humans, all the biological beings are not aware of the fact that they are sentient. Like there seems to be that divide where they still treat them you. as if they're created, but they treat each other as if they're real. Like I, I, that's a I, the rewiring is very, very interesting is like maybe people are just so used to having them around. They don't see it.
3: So, t- Tim, do you know what I'm referring to in The Mandalorian? Yeah, uh, I believe the characters played by Nick Nolte. I have spoken. That character? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, you you know what I'm talking about, and the droid that I'm talking about as well. Yep. IG88. You, you might have to exactly you might have to go back and watch it again because like I didn't catch it the first time, but he mm-hmm. he explains to Mando. What he did because Mando is somebody who doesn't trust droids, and this all comes back to what Tim is saying. Attic, you're gonna learn throughout the series, all biological life. A lot of them don't trust droids, <laughs> yeah. right? A lot of them rely on them. So like it's yeah, it is a common it is a commentary that Tim's pointing out that I'm noticing as well too, just as we're t- we're talking about it. Not a lot of people take them seriously,
2: and, and it makes sense because they they just treat them like they're a piece of equipment, right?
3: Yep. No, you know what i think you should never underestimate a droid
2: <laughs> we're about to find out empire strikes back yeah man
1: <laughs> i hope we get to do that one very soon it's so
2: good i'm watching the movie tomorrow so so good
1: well i'm off this weekend oh no you're coming down this weekend
2: i'm coming down this
3: weekend.
1: <laughs> if we get bored we're gonna have to record an episode in person
3: yeah right call me absolutely Watch a, sure. watch watch Empire. You guys oh, can be should. in the room together <laughs> and call them, and we'll we'll do the we'll, we'll, Yeah.
1: I'm just gonna hold a camera <laughs> on his face when uh, when the opening <laughs> scenes of Empire start.
0: Oh, Clippy 8.
3: You won't see this guy for a while, Attic. <laughs> you will not get to see this guy I get, until much pop
0: culture,
3: right? Like, uh, oh yeah, you know who this character is. I know who it is, yeah. This character is this droid is Fuck it.
1: Yeah, and if you're enjoying what we do, uh, you can tell us on Instagram. Uh if you're doing more podcasts, we can teach us on Gmail. If you have any kind of commentary or something just for uh a new book, no spoilers for anything further on. Uh that's yeah, the board at gmail.com. And yeah, just take a second. If you have it, please go to iTunes rate us. So you can-
3: Fitting. Wait till Attic gets back, and we should take a picture. Absolutely. <laughs> Very fitting for the uh, the alien episode. <clears throat> Do you have that effect? Uh, I wonder. If you go to effects and pretty much go to the end, it's the second last one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the little alien guy will come out soon. Yeah, it follows your head.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We can do this, but no one can get a clear shot of a UFO.
3: <laughs> Bro. <laughs> you said it. You fucking said it. Oh. So how do you feel we so seeing... far
1: with the uh the show? Is there anything that you're really enjoying or not liking?
3: N- nothing 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 to complain about no I, lo- I love it actually
1: i'm so glad to hear that man
3: yeah man totally i love doing this
2: you guys got aliens on your heads
3: yeah we do yeah bro you gotta get yours on so we can take a picture
2: cool i'm on my computer now how the fuck do i do that uh
3: it should say effects
2: god i hate technology you guys maybe
3: just hover over like your video and it might because on the smartphone, you just, like, you click,
2: yeah, you press pop,
3: on your screen once, and then it, like, pop, pops up.
2: I, I, I saw it on my phone. I just couldn't get this. Stupid motherfucker.
0: So How
1: did you I feel about that last episode, Attic? Anything that uh, went off really I good? Like it, Anything man. that got to work on?
2: I liked it. Um, I think whenever we mentioned, whenever you mentioned the Mandela effect, Yep. I think the one thing, whenever we mention any previous episodes, we have to say, check it out in the archives.
1: Okay. That's I a good point. I, I just, yeah, I, that's I, a I, very I, good point.
2: I've heard that on a lot of podcasts and it's back to me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think, I think we should kind of yeah, try and do that.
3: And like people do on their YouTube videos too. They're like, yeah. if you, like, if you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please go check.
2: Yeah. Usually like check a, out that episode. Link, like the link is in, you know, like down below for that episode, make sure to check it out. So, I think we got to try and get used to that. But overall, loved it. Thought it was awesome.
1: So, I got two ideas uh, kind of happening in my head right now. It's like I'm thinking the Star Wars episode, we'll, we'll let that play out as long as it plays out. Like, we don't have to stick to the hour format. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we can just talk about it. But I think that'd be good. Depending on how long it is, a good bonus material podcast, like for uh, yeah. a Wednesday release kind of thing, so we could keep going through the th- uh, the series like that. And I'm really enjoying looking into and talking about UFOs with you guys. So, like, and I don't uh, think that we should commit to it tonight, but going forward, I think it would be a cool format for us to to kind of continue down this path.
3: I don't know, how especially it comes if to more. Me. I I agree with you, especially saying there's supposed to be more information coming out. So the, the content is, you know, it's unlimited. It's going to be.
2: And, and with I'm more saying. information too, we keep it fresh, right? Yeah. So like if something like comes out next week, like some big article or something like that, we try well, to an episode, get it out quick. It's fresh.
3: Yeah, yeah for sure. Ex- yeah, like if something happens, mm-hmm. we'll message each other like an article and be like, let's yeah. do it. Like this just happened. Let's talk about it tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, and there tonight. will definitely be something coming because like I said that COVID-19 bill that was passed That's the demanding sure. the release of like all their um, documents footage whatever they have there's more way more than they've released and the U.S. government keeps um, extending the time frame for it to be re- released
2: oh really yeah so they keep kind of bringing it back and bringing it back
3: yep they, yeah they said June the June 1st was the original release date. And they said, Matt, nah, we got, they had to push it back like another month or so. So we're, we're literally in the thick of it right now. We're waiting for them.
1: Oh, and I forgot this piece Attic. You gave me the perfect lead in and I missed it. Uh, you were talking about Elon Musk, uh, apparently, yeah. uh, co- uh, like during COVID-19 with everybody stuck at home, there's been a psychological, like they're explaining it as a psychological need to explain how the universe is working since more people have so much more time to sit there and mm-hmm. think, so they're looking yeah. up at the sky and the amount of UFO sightings in Canada has gone up like 46% like just this massive no, no jump. Way.
3: Yes. Because of the pandemic, yeah.
1: Because of the pandemic and coinciding with Elon Musk's launch of his uh Starnet. So people are seeing these six lights in the sky following very close to each other not realizing it that's the six satellites that are eventually uh, going to form a uh, ring around the world of like this broadband satellite problem. internet.
3: We got to bring up Elon's He has a quote from Joe Rogan where he says like, like Joe's like, what do you, what do you believe? Like, do you believe in aliens? And he flat out serious as hell just says, if aliens were real, I think I'd know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he doesn't even believe in them at all. No,
3: no, he's so he's along the scientific, uh um process did you guys ever hear not enough evidence
1: did you guys ever hear about stephen hawking and uh his time traveler theory yeah uh, yeah i don't think so he threw this big fucking party and he gathered up like five or six other like famous scientists of the time and he had like this party and it was uh billed (laughs) like uh, no one else was allowed in it was just gonna be for time travelers because he figured that he, like, if anyone in the future would know about this party where he could come out and get drunk with Stephen Hawking, they would travel back in time to do it. I'm like the audacity and like, damn, good for you, man.
2: Nobody showed up.
1: Nobody
0: showed up.
3: But, but also like that, like the co- common, uh, like comedic relief of like a sitcom where they're just like, oh, if future me could just come yeah. back and tell me not to do this now would be the time and then they stop yeah. and they just wait and they're like i guess i should do it then yeah. he, the he just did that in yeah. but for real awesome. <laughs> i love it
1: stephen hawking like future stephen hawking walks in with
3: voice legs <laughs> <laughs> but still has a voice like a voice box like i got used you go, you, go your future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Yeah, auto tune. Yeah, it's just
1: based off their love of Stephen Hawking.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Attic, lean in. I want to take a picture of this. Oh, for yeah. the gram. It's okay if you don't have it. You're just old. You're not old. Cool. fuck. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready. I'm good. I'm good. Huh. Nice. I'm okay. good. He's, he, he's like licking his finger. Okay, ready? <laughs> Perfect. Uh,
1: Sick. The other thing that we should think about if we want to go forward working together, um, if the channel is bearded and bored and like if this becomes more of a, a a unique thing to what we're doing, I don't know if we want to come up with a, a name or a, uh, music to it and then this could kind of be its own thing within the channel unless it outgrows that and That'd it can go awesome. to its own, its own channel.
3: Yeah. Mm. That'd be awesome. There's potential for a lot of content, a lot to I talk would, about, especially with the three of us and the way our minds work. Absolutely. I love your
2: background, Sean. It's so I, like
3: it's fit. It's fitting. I will always really pick is, something si- something space. That's me, man. I love like, it. Backgrounds, backgrounds on my phone. Like and my, my 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 tattoo is all like, it's everything space. Oh, so is is your, that's it's the gorgeous. Grand,
2: what, 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 whatever you. <laughs>
3: It to find, oh it's to fine it's tracking your mouth right now. It's not doing a very good job.
0: <laughs> so dirty. Uh,
3: yeah, on my Instagram, I I like to post a lot of. Uh, I
2: know. I go check out the videos things. whenever I yeah. see it in your story. I go good. check out the. Good. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad
3: you do because like like because my account's private, so yeah. yeah. I hope that the That's people that do follow me are intri- intrigued by what I post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's a good Halloween one.
1: I. Uh, Maybe. Uh, yeah, I think that there's definitely that's not going to work for us at all. Um, I don't know how
3: to. get I've often of this. thought about starting an Instagram where I just post.
2: You should, man.
3: Science-based things that are intrigue me.
2: You should. Why not? It's going to be way too distracting, and it's a lot of work. That's the only problem.
3: I do like the laser eyes, though, Tim. I'm trying very, to get yeah. them off. I don't know how I'm old, too. It's very Scott Summers of you. Put your sunglasses <laughs> on, bud. <laughs> you
1: chingray, Why do you love Wolverine more than me? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my God. I can't um, even find that I thing anyway. There we go. I can't even get anything on here.
1: Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. perfect. So... All right, so that's just something for us to consider going forward. If we want to come up with a name, if we want to make this a little more distinct within the channel, I, I yeah. could see I'm the consistency about. of us growing together within this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. Man. I I do like because like not to nail our personalities down at all, but like going forward, there's three different distinct personalities, and we can each kind of become a caricature a little bit, yeah. like. You know, where it's not a fight, but I'm going to have to be the one that will bring up a point, even if someone else were to. And then, you know, we can play off that and it'll really evolve the conversation,
2: I think.
3: It'll be a a give and take and I will definitely lean into it for sure. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I get it. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that. I was just like um, a couple of days ago, I I wanted to call Mm -hmm. you, Tim, and just be like, hey, like we need to create a show when... Like we're not arguing each other's points, but we're we're, you know, like you'll say one thing, then I'll, I'll you know attacking it, and I'll defend the idea, and then we kind of go back and forth. So this is kind of yeah exactly what it is. So it's perfect.
0: Well,
3: I think that's... I'll always do it in a way that. Sorry, Tim. I'll I'll always do it in a way to not make you feel bad about yeah your thoughts or beliefs. I will always yeah. do it into a maybe think of this. A hundred percent because that's the, i'm not here to offend anybody yeah
1: no and i think that's why we're all going to work very well together is we're not out to hurt yeah. anybody's feelings and like any and we big, need to be politically
3: correct on such a big platform yeah, yeah. uh Absolutely. There,
1: there's other shows uh that i'm doing with other hosts that have a different dynamic that i might be less politically correct on but you know this is still the same channel that i've already had you know you you're the only white person on this episode and uh like i've had trans people (laughs) on uh bi lesbians like we were a very inclusive group and like we don't need to 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 force that on anybody but like uh yeah i'm very much in the camp of like i'm pretty liberal but i i don't think politics enter into us just having fun conversation and uh, yeah absolutely what you were saying about uh like us uh being able to have that back and forth and trust each other absolutely because i have found that so far is that i've been so excited to have people on i try not to like needle at all but like as we get to know each other more i'm sure we can uh Poke a little bit well, more we'll start, and have fun with
2: that. Oh, we'll, yeah. oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I, I make fun of Attic more than I make fun of anybody else. So don't you worry, Tim. I'm easy. I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna start. get more and more comfortable with you, Tim. Like I know we've met many times prior. Yeah. But yeah, I'm. I. I won't get. I won't be shy. <laughs> Trust me. It, I could be a straight up asshole sometimes.
0: Who <laughs> Do, can't? You be? know,
2: what remember. just just quick story here before. We jump into the Star Wars episode, but I think the very first time that like Sean met Tim, was at a party that we had here, and it could be wrong, but all you you, you two—I know exactly went, what you're talking about—went out, smoked the fucking, smoked a shit ton of weed out in the uh, parking lot of the pool, and then you guys showed up, and then I walked into my. Kitchen. It's the three of you guys holding two glasses of water. Yeah? I'm drinking water. I'm fucking half of the bag. I'm like, we were bro. Like, we were no.
3: so high. We were <laughs> so that. high because I, I brought three joints. That's- Zach had his like mom's shit, yeah, right? Yeah, like his pre-busted up, like he was already pre-busted up. And I think Jess stepped out with us for like maybe half a joint. But at one point, all three of us were smoking our own joints and like trading it off because they were different strains. We were like, Oh try mine." No, oh, you try mine. And yeah, and we we went down a rabbit hole of a conversation, which is the like this podcast. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, yeah. and that's 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 why I love this shit.
1: I feel so ashamed. <laughs> I can't even remember that at all.
3: <laughs> see it was so it's okay i showed because i showed up late as i do yeah, often because yeah. i had i had my son at the time and we, we have routine putting him to bed so mm-hmm. i didn't show up until eight thirty i think or mm-hmm. nine and like zach and i had already had these encounters and so he was super excited to see me he was like finally sean's here because nobody smoked weed at the time zach was yeah. the only one so whenever sean showed up to the party Zach was like, yes, weed. I can finally <laughs> smoke a joint because Sean's here, <laughs> right? And and then that time, the it was the first time I met you, Tim. You were there and Zach was excited that. to see me and he was like, Tim smokes weed too. And I was like, <laughs> yes.
2: I remember that. So I was just yeah. walking in and you guys all had water. as a funny shit ever. Yeah, oh well, I, yeah, I
3: think Tim Tim was pretty far <laughs> in the bag and then I showed up <laughs> with some pretty intense weed and we all smoked it and was like, yeah, it was, it was crazy.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> man. I, Hopefully we can get this story out from one day from Zach, but I'll never forget the time that, because I stopped smoking weed at your parties because that's when I drink. I, I hardly ever drink, but if I go up to Addict's Place and we're all drinking, I can't mix. I'm not built that way. My chemistry doesn't happen. So uh end of the night, Zach's like, I'm going to go out for a joint. I'm like, yeah, man, that's cool. He's like, you coming? I'm like, mm mm I've smoked two and a half packs of cigarettes I've drank a ton I'm like I'm just going to bed I'm not gonna get sick he's like pussy, nee, 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 nee. goes outside, gets high comes in and he's just like fucking wrecked and walks past me goes downstairs and then like ten minutes later I hear over the google home Jess come save me <laughs> <laughs> he had gotten he got sick. <laughs> and he oh, just I like he it. was on the stairs and he couldn't go up and he couldn't go down. He was just, like puking <laughs> on himself on the stairs. And he had to call oh, the Google man. Home to call Jess beside her bed to come pick him up
2: and bring him to the technology is this shit. I remember <laughs> seeing this morning I was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's just like, man, I had the craziest night. I'm like, what?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh. oh, man. I'm going to cut that from the yeah, episode, we're... but.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but
3: that's why we were all drinking waters because <laughs> right. we were all mixing. That's exactly why we were standing there drinking water while Attic is like a two four deep <laughs> and like half a bottle of whiskey and playing beer pong all night.
1: <laughs> well, depending on where you are during the Christmas party, I need a new partner going into this year as the reigning champion and having lost my previous partner. Oh, that's no. going to be difficult, yeah. Yeah. Beer pong C-
2: championship, man.
3: So who was your previous partner, if I can't, uh, if you don't yes. mind? She was uh, a whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't remember playing against... No, yeah, I played against her and Zach were a team. But I think I beat them. Who was I playing with? I was playing with... um. Oh, what's his name? He used to be your boss at Pizza Pizza. Frank. Frankie. Frank, i think uh, i was playing with frankie Frank. yeah 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 oh probably Dude, there's there's so many fucking beer bong championships yeah, that I happen know. i can't remember I them all <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> all right uh